I'd like to welcome the listeners to the Truth Say Report, hosted by Jeffrey Hawkins. The global mission of the podcast, the Truth Say Report, is to explore and examine historical events and how they shape current events, and most importantly, our lives. I will discuss a wide range of topics over the course of the series. I welcome your comments and suggestions for future topics in areas of interest. You can follow us on the following platforms. Email us at truthsayernewsgmail.com. Facebook, Jeffrey Hawkins, or like our page, Truthsayer Report. Or Twitter, Truthsayer News. Episode 6. Today's topic is Rosemary's Baby, Modern China. The United States of America's greatest adversary was always thought to be the Soviet Union. They were allies in World War II, but after their victory, there was a short-lived spirit of cooperation. Their mutual interest was to divide the world and they would rule together. The United States of America and its allies in Western Europe would control the West, Western Europe, Africa, and of course, the Americas. The Soviets would control the East, Eastern Europe, Central Asia, and the Far East. Unfortunately, there was mistrust in both. The United States of America ventured too far into Central America, Iran, and the Far East, Korea, and then Vietnam. The Soviets began to threaten Central European countries and entered into Cuba. Next, the Soviets successfully launched the Sputnik satellite, becoming the first country in space. During this time, the Cold War begins with both countries creating hundreds of nuclear missiles with the capability of destroying the world several times over. Both began battling in every avenue possible by supplying their allies with military weapons, scientific equipment, and even openly turning the Olympics into a contest of wheels rather than sporting events. In the 1980s, the President of the United States, Ronald Reagan, challenges the Soviets to a match, with the winner taking all. First, he significantly increases the United States of America's military budget. He proposes a space defense system called Star Wars. He mandates a grain embargo and secretly supplies money, weapons, military intelligence to the Afghan rebels in their war against the Soviets. The Soviets foolishly fall for the trap and the financial weight becomes too much for the Soviets to bear. Moreover, the Soviets in their arrogant belief thought the country of Afghanistan could be defeated in six months. Unfortunately, it was a terrible miscalculation. Six years later, the Soviets had lost over 50,000 troops, over 250,000 suffered physical injuries, financial ruin, and the Afghans win the war. Interestingly, Afghanistan has never been conquered. The results of the Soviets' poor military decision becomes to be known as the Soviet Vietnam, which it does not survive. The Soviet Union collapses and the United States effectively takes over the world. 
Inadvertently, in the 1980s, the United States of America unwittingly and unknowingly began its series of military and strategic miscalculations as well. The United States Congress, watching the events in Central America, particularly the military battles between the communist-backed Sandinistas and the democratic-seeking Contras, forbid any military funding to the Contras. They fear another potential Vietnam. Secretly, the United States engages in an illegal enterprise of selling weapons to Iran. The Iranians have been placed on the terrorist list for overrunning the U.S. Embassy in Tehran in 1979 and taking U.S. citizens as hostages, thus making it illegal to sell them weapons. The proceeds from these illegal arms sales are used to fund the Contras in the war effort. Furthermore, in the decade of the 1980s, when this information is made public, the country's citizens are divided on whether to believe their president, who has consistently denied knowledge of the issue. However, President Reagan has built his mantra on being an anti-communist. In addition, he has given speeches about communist threats in Central America, and he desires to eliminate any communist threat to America and its citizens. He survives the congressional hearings, and when he leaves office in 1988, the issue of the Iran-Contra scandal tarnishes his presidency. But many still see him as an American hero and a defender of the nation. The untold story of President Reagan's Central American agenda was that he also led the charge for U.S. companies to leave Central America. His goal was to ensure that the Sandinistas and their leader, Daniel Ortega, would not be allowed to receive or use proceeds from United States companies to fund their communist takeover of Central America. Unfortunately, his decision forced American companies to find a new home. Their new home became China. Rosemary's Baby is born. First, a brief history on the classic 1968 Hollywood smash hit, Rosemary's Baby. The American film is considered one of the greatest psychological thrillers of all times. It makes Mia Farrell a movie star who was married to famed movie director Woody Allen. The plot was Rosemary has been drugged and impregnated with Satan's baby. His desires are for the baby to take over the world. In the mid-1970s, the Chinese leader, Deng Xiaoping, takes control and reforms the Chinese economy to a more open mixed market. His desires were to build the economy into a global power. But China and its surrounding neighboring countries' economies were too small. The Chinese wanted into the European, American, and Canadian markets. They need a way in. Reagan's anti-communist agenda in Central America provides the door of opportunity. With the president's urgings and American companies wishing for cheaper labor, 
no unions, less worker demands, and no litigation options, China welcomes the American companies with open arms. The unforeseen disaster is created. The Chinese wanted to reestablish their might by rebuilding the Ming Dynasty. Once it was the world's greatest empire, it gave the world new medicines, printing capabilities, pasta, rice, just to name a few. During the 300-year reign of the Ming Dynasty, it had the world's largest seaport, its largest economy, and built the Great Wall of China, the only human structure that can be seen from outer space by the naked eye. Today, as a communist-led government, it does not need the democratic system of votes to change, inform its people, and most importantly, to build. In the 1990s, China began investing in numerous African and Asian countries, and in exchange, these countries were happy to leave the union of Western imperialization for the Chinese promise of economic growth and internal freedom. In 2015, in a feat of technological and engineering achievement, China completes the three Gorgeous Dam, the largest in the world, which produces enough electricity to power 60 Los Angeles. In a continued amount of miscalculations, both presidents, Bill Clinton and George W. Bush, provided greater access to American consumer markets. President Barack Obama suffers a case of foot-in-mouth disease when he challenges the Chinese to end the 30-year one-child policy. His intentions were to end abortions and afterbirth murders of Chinese baby girls. During this period is when tens of thousands of Chinese baby girls were adopted by Western Europeans, Americans, and Canadians. However, in his attempt to shame the Chinese, it produces the excuse they were seeking to end the policy. The one-child policy had become a disaster for the Chinese for the following reasons. Number one, at the time of President Obama's statement, there were 30 million more males than females under the age of 30. Number two, because of 25 years of a booming economy, Chinese women were seeking to further their education by entering college and graduate schools, thereby developing their professional careers, thus delaying marriage. And finally, now that Chinese women realized their worth, millions sought to marry more financially bona fide males, thus choosing to marry up. During the presidency of Donald Trump, a.k.a. Agent Orange, he made a tremendously poor agricultural and financial policy decision by invoking a grain-slash-wheat embargo on China. Once again, it became a disaster when the Chinese formed a trade relationship with Brazil. China induces Brazil with its offers of money and agricultural technology advances to produce increased productivity, efficiency, and yield in farming. 
Furthermore, China receives the bulk of its foreign grain and wheat harvest from Brazil and no longer requires United States of America products. Finally, by most economists' prediction, China will have the world's largest economy within the next five to eight years. In addition, the impending military showdown in the South China Sea is expected in the same time period. It appears the United States will face the same humiliation suffered by the British when in 1997 they were forced out of Hong Kong after 150 years of rule. The British had to negotiate the best surrender deal possible. Well, in the final analysis, Rosemary's baby was born to rule the world. Thank you for listening to the True Sarah Report, Rosemary's Baby, Modern China, hosted by Jeffrey Hawkins. I like to end my podcast with a quote from a great American writer, James Baldwin. Not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it is faced. Speak to you soon.